Good day to you all. Good day to you all. I don't know what time frame you're listening to this Generational Changes official podcast, but of course, any time frame is awesome. Um, this is, of course, your host, a man, Brother D. And today, today, in this moment right here, I'm coming on here to just give you encouragement. Um, this will be the last um, encouragement for the year of 2022. Um, I am so excited for what God is getting ready to do next year. And I cannot wait for you guys to be able to hear New Year's Day word that the Lord gave me. Um, I believe I told you guys what the word was. If I didn't, I'm going to tell you now. The word was recover all. Um, 2023 is going to be the year where we will recover everything, whether it's our family, our friends, you know, we're recovering them so they could come back and accept Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. We're taking the world by storm with spreading the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. And the good news, of course, is that he loves you and he has called you. Amen. So I just can't wait for you guys to hear that word that's going to be released um, tomorrow. Amen. It's a powerful word. You know, I wasn't expecting it to be too long, but the Holy Spirit had his way. And hey, I will never apologize for when the Holy Spirit has his way because that's the best part about it. So today I'm coming on here just to encourage you all. This will be the last encouragement for the year 2022. As you all know, as we move into 2023, um, we're going to be starting episodes two. We're going to be going from episodes one to episodes two. And we're going to be starting a new series called, of course, Words Have Power. I'm going to try to gather up a bunch of um, incredible speakers that's going to come on and minister to you all on Words having power, I'm going to do the first teaching and then throughout the month of January, I'm going to um, bring on some some guest speakers that's going to come and teach you all. And then the last one, I will do the last teaching on it. And then hopefully by February, we can do the true worship, true praise um, topic that I propose postpone and I pray I said the word correctly and we're going to try to do that one in the month of February so I'm excited God is doing some great things I just thank the Lord and I bless God for just having his way and speaking throughout the year of 2022 I thank the Lord for every word that he gave through his mouthpiece I thank the Lord for every prophetic word that came through his mouthpiece and I just thank the Lord for what he's going to do in this moment tonight I want to touch the hem of his garment amen and this word that um the Lord gave me we're going to use we're going to we're going to really 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 see some good outcomes from this word amen and I just pray that we'll be able to touch the hem of God's garment tonight Amen, or whatever time frame you'll be listening to this. 
So today, I want us to march on over to our theme scripture, which is recorded in 1 Peter 2 and 9. Amen. And this is the scripture that the Generational Changers official podcast is standing on. Because this is what we're believing. Amen. And it basically says, 1 Peter 2 and 9, But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the goodness of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous, marvelous light. He has truly called us, his people, out of the darkness into his marvelous, wonderful light. Amen and amen. So, let's pray real quickly. And then after that, we're going to get into the word. And followed by the word will be um, a little time of intercession. And then after that, I'm going to get out your way. Amen. Amen. I'm just excited to see what the end results are going to be. I just believe that God is going to move. Amen. And I pray even now that he will move in the name of Jesus. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, as I come before you, Lord, Father, I come repenting of my sins, Lord. God, I know this week, you know, wasn't, you know, a, you know, hallelujah week for me. But, Lord God, I say hallelujah to this week, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, for using this week to make me stronger in you, Father God, in the name of Jesus. So, Father God, I repent of my sins in the name of Jesus. Your word says, Father God, that if we repent of our sins, that you are faithful to forgive us. And, Lord God, I thank you even now that you have forgiven me of my sins in the name of Jesus and that you allow me to bounce back into the place that you have called me to in the name of Jesus, Father God. Lord God, I thank you, Lord God, that even as I walk into this new year 2023 and even as my brothers and sisters walk into this new year of 2023 that it will be the year of supernatural miracles supernatural signs and wonders lord god in the name of you that we will begin to see all that heaven has to offer that we will see souls come to jesus christ and receive him as their personal lord and savior that we will recover our families our friends and we will bring them to you in the name of jesus so father god i pray that you will have your way move me out the way holy spirit have your way in the name of jesus and allow us to touch the hem of your garment in the name of Jesus. So, Lord God, give you glory. Have thine own way. Let them not hear Brother D, but let them hear you speak through me as they that as they always do. And I pray that they do in the name of Jesus, Father God. And I pray, Lord God, that I will give them the word that is accurate, that is true, that will glorify your kingdom and you and will horrify and terrify the kingdom of darkness and expose the kingdom of darkness. And it's in your name, Jesus, I pray. Amen and amen. Glory, hallelujah. So I'm going to give you guys the scripture real quickly. And I am going to give you the title of tonight's word. Amen and amen. Glory to God. So we're going to be coming from 2 Corinthians 5 and 17. And we're going to be coming from the NLT version. And we're going to be coming from the New King James Version. And it basically says, this means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone and a new life has begun. And that's the NLT version. And then the New King James Version says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And that's the scripture that we're going to be coming from tonight. And if I had a topic for this 
message, and this is the topic that I believe the Holy Spirit gave me. The topic of this message tonight is going to be called, just two simple words, empty me. If you're sitting by somebody, if you're at work, and there's a believer beside you, Tell your neighbor, say neighbor. Tell your co-worker, say co-worker. Or whomever you're by, side, whether it's your husband, your brother, your sister, whatever it may be. Say, I want the Lord to empty me. Amen and amen. Empty me. And that's what we want the Lord to do tonight. We want him to empty us. One thing, and this is me personally. This year, me speaking personally, coming from me, this has been one of the roughest years that I have experienced in my life. You know, dealing with the enemy, dealing with flesh, dealing with spiritual warfare, dealing with my family, my sister, my mother, my dad, my whole family. You know, just dealing with so much. This has been a year Well, I can personally say that I've needed the Lord most. You know, even in my times of disobedience, even in my times of discouragement, even in my times of feeling left alone by myself, dealing with depression, dealing with anxiety, whatever it may have been that I have come face to face with, me Thinking that God doesn't care about me, knowing that the Bible says that he would never leave me nor forsake me. I have come to the point in my life where I need the Lord to empty me. Some of us, and also speaking to myself, I can clearly say that we have been running on old fuel, old fire, old oil, and we need the Lord to purge us. We need the Lord to revive us, to restore us, and not just to restore us, but our families need it. One thing I came to the um, um, the understanding of, and even as I was at work, I came to the understanding that There's so much that is wrong in family. Family isn't family anymore. In this time and time frame, we have to be careful who we have in our corners. We have to be careful who we call family and who we call friends. Because the same people that we call family, that we call friends, that we think have our back are the same ones that is plotting against us. The biggest problem in families today has been unforgiveness. Families holding a grudge against this person, holding a grudge against that person, not understanding that it's easy for us to just come together and just talk about what's going on to learn how to forgive. Not knowing that forgiveness is not for that person, but it's for us personally. But instead, we bottle ourselves up, keeps ourselves away from our families or friends, and we just walk in unforgiveness, not understanding that when that day comes that we have not repented of our sins and we have not forgiven or forgave that we will not enter into the kingdom of heaven because we have to understand that we cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven and we walk around with an unforgiveness heart or mindset. A lot of us have been troubled in our mind. The enemy has been fighting us in our mind. Saying lies. I remember a couple of weeks ago, the spirit of the Lord began to speak to me 
as to why do we, why do I continue to believe the lies of the enemy? Why do we, as people, continue to believe the lies of the enemy? Maybe it's because it's easy for us to believe the lie than believe the truth because of the situation or because of the circumstances or how it may look. Not knowing, not understanding that we serve a God that can turn everything around. Not understanding that we can, that we serve a God that can turn what the enemy meant for our bad. He could turn it to his good. We have to be, we have to make up our mind that we're going to stop listening to the enemy. That we're going to stop believing what the enemy says. And we're going to put truth where that lie is. We need God to refill us again. We need God to empty us in this time and in this season because it's not about us. It's never been about us. Yes, we go through problems. Yes, we go through circumstances. Yes, we are troubled in our minds sometimes. But I came to speak to a bunch of people that trust in the Lord and love God that can clearly say that it's not about me. God has placed me on this earth to deliver people, to speak life to a dead generation. Some of us are called to those that we don't want to go back to, or we're called back to a community of people that we are in the midst of getting delivered from. And in order for us to go back and be used by God to do what God has called us to do, we have to ask God to empty us on the inside. Empty me in my mind. Empty me in my spirit. Empty me, Lord God, into what's left is only desiring what you are desiring. Some of us go around with a mask on our face. Some of us go around pretending to be happy, pretending to be full of joy, pretending to have the peace of God when really we are stuck, when really we are depressed on the inside. We don't really have the true joy of the Lord. We don't really have the true happiness of God. We go around singing a song, but we don't have it. But God can give it to us if we desire it. We must delight ourselves not in the world, but in the Lord. We must be full of joy. Ask God for joy. Lord, we need your joy down deep in our souls. We need what only you can give us. We need you to empty us, empty us from unrighteousness, empty us from unholiness in the name of Jesus. Anything that is not like you that liveth in us, if you see something that is not right in our spirit, Father, we ask you to empty us. As we go through these next couple of days before we walk into the year 2023, we should ask God, God, empty me right now in the name of Jesus from anything that is not like you, any unholy, any unrighteous spirit. Empty me because I want to go into 2023 right with a new mind perspective. The enemy has been fighting the minds of God's people, of the young and of the old. It's just not happening with the young is happening with the oh he's attacking our minds and we have to take authority God has given us authority over the enemy we don't have to have a pastor or an apostle or a prophet to lay hands on us we can lay hands on ourselves because of the power of God the Holy Spirit that lives 
in us and we can pray for ourselves. If God has given us power, if the Holy Spirit has given us power to make intercession for others, we can pray for ourselves because we have the power of the Holy Spirit in us. We have to be at a point in our lives where we're getting tired of fighting with the enemy. We're getting tired. We should be walking in a new level, in a new dimension. Getting back everything that the enemy once stole from us. It's time for us to operate on a new dimension. To be honest with you, I had got tired of asking God for new levels. I wanted new dimensions. But then God had to remind me that you're not even allowing me to use you in the levels that you are. How can we ask God for new things where we're not even in the right place and and using what God has already given us on the level that we are? Are we trying to be like someone else? Are we trying to mimic somebody else? Are we trying to be better than somebody else? Like the level that we're not already on is good enough. God has given us the spiritual tools. God has given us the spiritual weapons. And we have to learn how to use them in the season. We have to learn how to be able to cry out to God. I remember a man of God, an apostle that came to um, my church one Sunday And he said something that shook me spiritually. He said that the enemy does not like a praying church. And it's true. The enemy does not like a praying church. That's why the enemy not only fights me because of my prayer life, but he fights you because of your prayer life. Especially when there are times when we have fallen short, have sinned, and we don't feel as though... Well, God doesn't want to hear what I got to say. I don't deserve to be in God's presence. First of all, when we mess up, we act like it's new to God. Like God didn't expect it to happen. God is all-knowing and all-seeing. God already knew what we was going to do before we did it. He knows these things. And if we can go before the Lord and pray when we don't feel like it, Or when we feel good, we should be able to do it when we don't feel like it, is what I meant to say. We should be able to go before the Lord when we're not feeling like it, when we're not feeling good, when we feel condemned. And at the same time, like one of the female pastors at my church always says, it's not about a feeling. You're not going to always feel God's presence when you're praying. You're not... You have to command your soul, your spirit, to align with the word of God. And you're going to have to learn how to command your flesh to be crucified. And saying that, yes, I messed up. Yes, I've fallen. But, Lord, I need your strength. Lord, I need you to dig way down and deliver me and heal me and bring me of this because I have a generation to minister to. I have people to save through your word. 
Lord, I need you in this time. I need you, Lord God, to show me the way because, Lord, I am stuck. Lord, I am lost and I need your direction. We should be busy asking God for big houses and big cars when we should be asking God for strength, for more fire. I came to the point in my life where I said, Lord, I'm not looking for a nice house. I'm not looking for a nice car, but I need more of you. I need not just more of you, but I need more of your strength, more of your fire, and more of your power. Because there are some days when I want to give up. There are some days when I want to throw in the towel. There are some days when I want to say, Lord, I can't do it. Lord, I am through and finished. But it's always purpose. Yeah, it's always something bubbling up that ignites a fire inside of me that says, oh, no, you can't give up. I have invested too much in you to give up. And the Lord has invested so much just by him dying on the cross is enough to continue. The Bible never said that life is going to be peaches and cream. So why do we expect it to be peaches and cream? We are sons and daughters of the Most High God. We're going to go through persecution. We're going to go through some bad and troubling and crazy days. We're going to experience those days. We're going to experience those days when the enemy tests us, when demons and devils test us, when flesh tests us. We're going to go through those things. We're going to be going through days where our faith is going to be tested. But what is our response going to be? Are we going to give in? And throw on the towel? Or are we going to stand up? And be like, you know what? I'm tired. Jesus, take the wheel. Because I can't do it anymore. A lot of us have been taking in control. Not understanding that every time we try to do it by ourselves, we always fail. But when we allow God to have his way, it ends the way it should. You have some folks, you have some people in the Bible who have to go through a time of fasting consecration to where God had to empty them because they was getting so bold in themselves. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking about Joseph. One thing that Joseph had to realize is, huh, you can't share your dreams with everybody. You can't. You can't share your dreams. You can't share everything that the Lord has shown shown you. You can't. You have to be very careful who you share your dreams with. Very careful. Because the same people you think that's going to be praising God because the dreams come from the Lord, they're going to be against you. And you saw that when Joseph... Shared his dreams with his brothers. You guys saw what happened. They tried to kill him. 
They tried, they, they, they sold them. Then they went back to their dad and lied. And in that time, Joseph was learning how to use his gift. Because at that time, he didn't know. Because he thought that he could go to his brothers and tell them. And they will be okay with it. But every time he went and told them a dream, they would feel offended. Especially that dream when he said that they were going to bow down to him. But in that time, the Lord was preparing him. He was ending him for some things. But he was preparing him. Same thing with Saul. Same thing with David. Every child of God that the Lord chose back in those days were not perfect. They had their own flaws. They had their own scars. But God was emptying them. He was. I'm pretty sure that when Noah was doing what the Lord told him to do by warning the people... He had times where he doubted God. I'm pretty sure. The Bible may not say it. But I'm pretty sure he did. Because he's like, well, Lord, I told your people what you said. But they not, you know, they're not heeding. You know. But did that stop Noah? No, because he knew he heard the Lord. He knew he heard the voice of God. So he did it anyways. He did what the Lord told him to do. Same thing with Joseph. Yes, his brother did what he did. Yes, his brothers did what they did. Excuse me. But he still was faithful to the Lord. Still was. Some of you are going through some situations right now in your life. Or you want to give in to peer pressure. Or you want to give in to sexual immorality. Or you want to give in to that drug. Or you want to give in to that addiction. Or that stronghold that you're in. You, you want to give in because that's the only way you know how to cope with the situation. That's the only way you know how to cope with depression, oppression, anxiety, rejection. But there comes a time in your life where you know God is wanting to use you, where you know God is wanting to call you. He's calling you. And there's going to come a time in life where you're going to say, no, I can't do this anymore. Because it does not make me happy. It does not really fulfill that need that I need. The only way you're going to overcome And I know the Bible says we overcome by our testimonies and we overcome by the blood of the Lamb, which is true. Those are ways that we overcome. But in order for that to even happen, I believe that we have to have the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the only thing that can help us. When we have the power, remember the Bible says that when the whole when the when the um when you receive the Spirit. Of the Lord, you shall receive power at the Holy Ghost come upon you. You receive power. Power through what? Triumph over scorpions and snakes. You will get the power. And I don't know about you, but I need the power. 
And then I have the power, but I have to use the power. You see, the thing is, people of God, it's one thing to have the Holy Spirit inside of you, but it's another thing to use the power of the Holy Spirit. It's another thing. The greatest time to use the power of the Holy Spirit is when you're going through a horrific, crazy day. Not understanding that your words have power, that even when things are going crazy, that even when things are going, oh my, I began to open up my mouth and say, Lord, you are good. Lord, your mercy endures forever. Lord, the spirit of depression is on me, but Lord, God, I need you to fill me with your joy, to fill me with your peace. Because Lord, I don't want to throw on a towel. I don't want to, you know, fall. God, give me strength today in the name of Jesus. Give me that power that I need in the name of Jesus. You said, Lord, in your word that when we call in your name, you hear and you will deliver us from our troubles. And Father, I need you to deliver me from my troubles. So I call in your name. Release his name of the atmosphere and watch things happen. When we call your name, when we call the name of Jesus, demons tremble at the name of Jesus. When we call the name of Jesus, our situations turn around. Many people say that there is no power in that name. I beg the differ. There is power in that name. Prayer still works no matter what people may say. It still works. So before we walk into 2023... We have to be in the position and posture where we say, Father, I want you to empty me. Empty me from anxiety. Empty me from depression and oppression. Empty me, Lord. Empty me, Father God. Empty me, Lord God, from dealing, for, for, for wanting to desire things that are not like you. Help me to desire things that are like you. So that I can be a kingdom builder. So that I can help rebuild a culture that needs to know about you. So that I can be the kingdom ambassador that you've always wanted to be. So that I can remain faithful in the not just good seasons, but I can remain faithful in the bad seasons because sometimes in the bad seasons, I don't remain faithful. I slip, I fall. I give up, I throw in the towel. Help me to remain faithful, Lord God, so that I can push in prayer, so that I can push, hallelujah, in worship and in praise. That whenever I'm having a bad day, knowing that there are no bad days in you, Lord God, Let me come into your courts with thanksgiving and praise. Let me lift up my hands 
and salute you, worship you, and glorify you, knowing that when I sing praises to your name, you will come in the room and everything that was in the room must leave in the name of Jesus. Because we all know that your glory outweighs anything that is not like you. Empty me, Lord. Fill me with more of the Spirit of God. So that when I feel tempted to do something, that I will begin to release your name in the atmosphere. Begin to pray in the Spirit and see things change. Father, you have given me power. Let me use the power that you have given me in the name of Jesus. Because I don't want to make things worse. I don't want to make things worse, Lord. And when we learn, people of God, how to surrender, and that's another thing that we have a problem with, learning how to surrender. When we truly learn how to surrender... We will see things turn around. And what I mean by surrender, people, I mean surrendering our all to God. Not just one thing, but then allowing the other thing to be loose and running rapid, but surrendering our mind, our thoughts, everything to God. You know, yesterday, I was like, I don't think I really surrendered my all to him. I think I just sing it just to sing it. But I don't really think I surrendered my life to him. Now is the time to surrender. The Bible tells us to be ye holy. Why? Because our Father who in heaven is holy. The Father in heaven can't contend with sinful people. He doesn't love sin. He hates sin. But he loves us. He died for us. And it's going to come a day, people of God, when grace and mercy is no longer going to be available. That forgiveness is no longer going to be available. You're either going to live for God or to be turned to a reprobated mindset. We have to understand And when we accept Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior, that we are no longer the old us, but that we are a new creation. The old has passed away, but behold, the new is here. So when we accept him as our Lord and Savior, we have to allow him to empty us from the old. Because trust me, when you receive the Lord as your personal Lord and Savior, the enemy is going to come and he's going to mess with you. He's going to bring up thoughts and memories of your past, of the mistakes you made. Sometimes you're going to question, did God really forgive me for drinking, for partying? When the Bible clearly states that when you repent, he forgives you. And when he forgives you, he remembers it. So whenever those thoughts come, when the devil tries to throw those thoughts away... You have to deny what he's putting in your mind. That says, God has already forgiven me for that. 
God has already forgiven me that we have to, in this season, if we're going to be children of God, not just have the words coming out of our mouth, because the Bible says that everyone that calls me Lord, Lord, Lord will not enter into the kingdom of God. It's not about the words that you speak out of your mouth. It's about your life. Because you can sit here and quote scriptures all day. You can sit here and preach all day. You can sit here and shout all day. You can sit here and speak in tongues all day. You can do those things all day. But God is looking for the fruit. God is looking for the worship lifestyle. Not just worshiping me on Bible study nights, prayer conferences on Sundays, but lifestyle. Does your lifestyle represent me? Does your mindset represent me? What you watch on a daily basis, does it represent me? We have to get back into the word of God. We have to get back on our knees praying. Because the Bible tells us that, that, that we must pray without ceasing. Prayer is daily communication with the Lord. We cannot call ourselves children of God and we don't have a prayer life. Lifestyle. We don't pray. We don't communicate with the Lord. You can't be a child of God and the, la- the first and last time you've ever had a communication with the Lord when you first got saved. And now, you don't think that you have to do any work. Because when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you have work to do. And you have. And your work is not finished until he comes back. You're going to always have something to do. Because the Lord is going to have something for you to do. And he is. But you must stay in daily communication with the Lord. You must. And another thing, when we are praying, it's not a one-way thing. It's a two-way. God is always speaking, but are we listening? We could be praying about something, and it shows up in the scripture. Or we could be having a talk with another brother or sister in the kingdom of God. And they begin to confirm what we've been asking God for. Or the Lord will come Holy Spirit will come or the Son, Jesus Christ, will come in a really still voice and speak to us themselves. There are different ways that the Lord is speaking. Even in a word that may pull up or pop up on our phone that may confirm something. The Lord is always speaking, but are we listening? Or are we too busy catching up on gossip that's going on in the family or at work or on the bus? We shouldn't even be entertaining gossip because gossip is a sin. So in this season, we have to ask God before we walk into the new year, we must ask God to empty us. Empty us, Lord. Empty us. Empty us. Amen? And amen. Well, let's go into a time of prayer. Let's go into a time of intercession. Glory to God. Father, I lift your name up. Father, I glorify you. Father, I worship you. Father, I adore you and I appreciate you, Lord. Father God, I thank you for your wind. 
I thank you, Lord God, for the glory. I thank you, Lord God, for just being who you are. You're Alpha, you're Omega, you're the beginning and the end. You are Rafa, you are, Lord God. Abba, Father, you are the King of Kings. You are the Lord of Lords. And tonight, Lord, this morning, Lord, whatever time frame it is, Lord God, I worship you in spirit and in truth. Father God, my prayer is that whenever I worship you, that it's in spirit and in truth. For you seek it those according to what your word says in first in, in, in John 4 and 23 through 26, Lord God, that you seek it those that will worship you, like you told the Samaritan woman at well in the name of Jesus, Father God. God, I pray, Lord God, that if I've ever lifted up, if we ever lifted of unholy hands, Lord God, to you, Lord God, in a time of praise and worship, Lord God, that you will forgive us in the name of Jesus, Father God. Lord God, forgive us, Lord God, in the name of Jesus for any negative words or any negative thinking that has ever came, Lord God, to our minds or out of our mouth in the name of Jesus, Father God. Lord God, cleanse us and make us new, Father God. Lord God, I pray that even as we touch the hem of your garment in the name of Jesus, we will be made whole, Lord God, that you would empty us from any unrighteousness, any unholiness in the name of Jesus, Lord God. Make us holy, make us righteous, Lord God. Let our lifestyles be pleasing unto you, that we will live lifestyles, Father God. Hallelujah, glory to God, Father God, that is pleasing, that our lifestyles will be a replica of worship, of praise, Father God, in the name of Jesus. We're not just living holy Sunday, Wednesday, or Thursday when we have Bible studies, Lord God, that we're not just living holy when we go to prayer conferences, Father God, that our daily lifestyles is Lord God, pleasing to you in the name of Jesus. Lord God, if we've forsaken you, forgive us in the name of Jesus. We repent, Lord God. If we have not been in daily communication with you in the name of Jesus, Father God, we repent in the name of Jesus. If we have not, Lord God, engaged in your presence, Lord God, we repent in the name of Jesus, Lord God. If we have not reported to our recharging stations, Father God, the altars, Lord God, we repent in the name of Jesus. Father God, you said in your word that you would never leave us nor forsake us. And you haven't. But Father God, we have come to the realization that we have forsaken you. And our relationship, one of the women of God, the pastor said, a marriage with no relationship, Father God. We are married to you, but we have forsaken our relationship with you because we have been engaged in sinful lifestyle and single and, and sinful, excuse me, entanglements in the name of Jesus. But Father God, I pray, Lord God, that we will divorce those, Lord God, entanglements now, Lord God, that we will divorce, Lord God, lifestyles of alcoholism, lifestyles of perversion, of pornography in the name of Jesus, lifestyle of masturbation, lifestyles of fornication in the name of Jesus, lifestyle of idol worship in in the name of Jesus. Any type of false identity or lifestyle that we have been, Lord God, committing adultery with, Lord God, against you, we repent in the name of Jesus, Father God. Save us, hallelujah, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God. Allow us to divorce those things, no matter how it may make us feel, in the name of Jesus. Yes, we're used to it. Yes, Lord God, we understand that. But Father God, we want to only thirst. We only want to please and be desperate for you in the name of Jesus. 
So we break those unholy and unrighteous ties in the name of Jesus, Father God. Even as we go into 2023, Father God, let it be a new year, Lord God, where we're made whole, where we're made new and cleansed in your presence, Father God. That we would not forsake you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, but that we will remain faithful, hallelujah, in the next year, Lord God. That we will put what we got going on aside at the altar and that we will know that it's not about us, but it's about what you have called us to do in the name of Jesus. Because you have given us prayer assignments and assignments to complete. And if we have forsaken those assignments, that we have abandoned those assignments, Father God, we repent now in the name of Jesus. Father God, I ask, Lord God, that you will empty us from the inside out. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Set us on fire. Set us free, Father God. We pray that you will burn up any type of demonic assignments or anything that has been keeping us from doing what you have called us to do in the name of Jesus. Save your daughter. Save your son in the name of Jesus. Save their mind says hallelujah in the name of Jesus oh God we need you now Lord God touch us now Father God Hallelujah, Lord God. Renew our minds. Renew our minds. Renew our minds, Father God. Change our conversations in the name of Jesus. Change the way we think, the way we walk, the way we talk in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you. Father God, I give you the glory. Father God, I give you the praise. Father God, now that that you're giving us a new fire in the name of Jesus, Lord God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hando Riki Andanamashe. Oh, yada da 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 basi. Father God, we give you glory. Father God, we give you honor. There is no other God like you, Lord God. Restore our families, Father God. In the name of Jesus, Father God, we bind the spirit and we pray that you go before us and rebuke the spirit of unforgiveness and release the spirit of forgiveness in the name of Jesus. Because we don't want none of our family members going to hell over the spirit of unforgiveness in the name of Jesus. Allow healing to be released. Allow deliverance to be released in the name of Jesus, Father God. Let restoration be released in the name of Jesus. God, I speak over their minds now that their minds will align with your word in the name of Jesus, Father God. So, Lord God, we give you glory and we give you praise now in the name of Jesus, Father. Lord God, we glorify you, Lord God, and we pray against, Lord God, contaminated leaderships in the church in the name of Jesus, Father God. We pray against that lying serpent in the name of Jesus, Father God. We pray against the spirit of Leviathan in the name of Jesus, Father God. That leadership will come together. In the name of Jesus. And that our main agenda will be to love one another as you love us. But to point people to you. Speak the truth and nothing but the truth in the name of Jesus. Expose sin. Tell people the truth. Instead of hiding the truth. So Father God give you glory. Father God give you praise. And I bless your name. Lord God, forgive us. Deliver us. Hide your shame. Set us free, Father God. 
Lord God, forgive us. Lord God, we repent in the name of Jesus. We repent. We repent. Father God, we repent. Oh God, we repent, we repent, we repent, we repent in the name of Jesus, Father God. Forgive us. Father God, forgive us, forgive us, forgive us, Father God. We repent, we repent, we repent, we repent, we repent in the name of Jesus. We repent, Father God. Oh God, forgive us, forgive us, forgive us, forgive us, forgive us, Father God. We repent, Father God. Save your bride in the name of Jesus, Father God. Save them, Lord God. Save them, Father God. Allow us to not walk in fear, Lord God. Yes, we walk through the valleys of the shadow of death, but let us not walk in fear. Handa bakutokosha. Hey, mashiki. Lord God, save us, God. Save us, God. Save us, save us, save us in the name of Jesus. Save us. Save us. Ha na na ma so kotoro bo shikai. Ha na 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 ma siki yedede osa. Hu rama kure beke anda ba su kotoro bo shikia. Save us, O oh God. Save us, save us, save us, save us, O oh God. Deliver us, Lord God. Heal us, Father God. Set us free, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, God. Deliver us, Father God. Lord God, your word says that the righteous cry out, you will deliver. So, Lord God, I pray, Lord God, that you will save your people, God. Save this nation, Lord God, and allow them to turn to you in the name of Jesus, God. I cry out for this nation in the name of Jesus. I cry out for your body of kingdom ambassadors, Father God, that you will save them in the name of Jesus. That we will, Lord God, be bold. That we will, Lord God, turn away from our wicked ways in the name of Jesus. And that we will repent in the name of Jesus. That we will repent in the name of Jesus. We will repent of our sins, God. Because no man knows the day or the hour. No man knows. No man knows the day or the hour when the Son of Man will appear. So, Lord God, I pray. That we will turn away from our wicked ways. That we will wake up. And that we will turn away. So Lord God, I pray that you will empty us. Save us. Deliver us. Set us free, God. Because Lord God, we need more of you, Lord God. Lord God, the body is in trouble. The body of Christ is in trouble. But Lord God, I pray that you will deliver us from flesh. Deliver us from self. And allow you to take the wheel. Allow you to be the captain like you should be. Because we can't do nothing without you. We need you, Lord. We need you, Lord. We need you, Lord. So, Father God, I thank you, Lord. Father God, I give you glory. I give you praise and I bless your name. Lord God, deliver our family members. Deliver our brothers and sisters. Deliver, Lord God, our mothers and dads. Lord God, deliver us in the name of Jesus. Bring your daughters and your sons, even those that are lost, bring them to you, Lord God. Because you love the backslider. You are married to the backslider. That's what the word says. 
So, Father God, I pray, Lord God, that every backslider will come to you in the name of Jesus. That those that are in, Lord God, perverted lifestyles will turn to you in the name of Jesus. So, Father God, I give you glory. Father God, I give you praise and I bless your name, Father God. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to your name, Jesus. Glory, 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 glory to your name. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Mm, 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 mm. When I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he has done for me, my soul cries out hallelujah. Because he's just so good. Hallelujah. Wonderful Savior. Wonderful Savior. Hallelujah. Glory to your name. Well, guys, I'm about to get off this podcast. Amen. The Lord showed up. The Holy Spirit had his way. And we just thank the Lord for having his way. Amen. And I just pray that you guys basically got what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. That it's time for us to empty. Allow him to empty us so that we can be restored up. Recharged up so that we can be who he has called us to be. So I pray that you guys mainly got what? Holy Spirit is trying to say, um, which is really simple. And I just pray that you are blessed by this. And you guys just have a blessed and prosperous day. Like I said, guys, we are getting ready to close a chapter of one year, getting ready to walk into a new year. And let's just walk out this new year, closing the door to 2022 and opening the door to 2023 and I just want to um prophesy this over your life amen I did it on you know two of my social media platforms just and I want to prophesy this over your life um and I don't believe that this was just for me I believe this was for others and I'm declaring this over other people's life um and I was um I know um one day the Lord showed me a vision a dream um of keys being in my hand And I looked up the symbolic meaning for keys, and it was new beginnings and new opportunities. Um, Amen. And so I just wanted to declare over your life and even prophesy over your life, not just over mine, but over yours, that as you walk into the year 2023, get ready for new beginnings and new opportunities. When it comes down to your family, your friends, those you've been praying for, um, your business, your ministry. Get ready because God is getting ready to allow there to be a shift to come. There's even going to be new beginnings and new opportunities even at the church that I go to. And it's already started. Amen. For the Bible says, behold, I've done a new thing. Amen. Can you not see it? Amen. So I just pray that you receive that. And I believe that was Isaiah 50 and 41. I pray I said that correctly. Um, But. Next year is going to be a time of new beginnings and new opportunities. Amen. For a lot of us. Amen. And let's not miss out on what God is going to do. And I just want to declare that over your life. So what you've been praying for and sending in a gap for, God is about to do it. You're going to see before your own eyes. And your testimony is going to be that Jesus did it, that Jesus did it again. Amen. So you guys be blessed. 
receive that word in the name of Jesus. Just like I received it when the Lord gave it to me in a dream. I declare it over your life. Amen. Over each and every one of your lives. Amen. That God will never leave you nor forsake you. He's always there. He's always been there. Even when it seemed like he wasn't there, he was there. So you guys be blessed. I love you all. Let's walk into 2023 with the right mind perspective. Recovering everything that the enemy stole, including our family, friends, loved ones. Because they're going to come. They're coming to Jesus. They're not coming when we want them to come, but they're coming in Jesus' timing. And God's timing is perfect. So just continue to pray. Pray without ceasing. The Bible tells us to pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. Pray until something happens. Don't stop praying. Many people say that prayer don't change things, but I beg to differ. It changes things. Amen. So God bless you all. You guys have a blessed and prosperous day, evening, night, whatever time frame that you're listening to this. And God bless you all. And I'm just excited to see what the Lord is doing. Not just in my life, but most importantly in yours. I praise God for someone else's life. And what he's doing in their life before I even praise God for what he's doing in mine. Because I already know God is going to do it in my life. But I'm more excited when it comes down to someone else's. So, um, like I said, you guys be blessed. Love y'all. Always remember that you will be generational changes forever. Because you're called to change the generation. Amen. So, God bless you all. God bless you all. Until we meet again on the new lifespan as we walk into 2023 and saying goodbye to the things of 2022. Amen. God bless you all. Like, send this to somebody because they need to hear this. And let's walk into 2023 ready for whatever God has in store for us. And God's plans for us, according to Jeremiah 29 and 11, was never meant to harm us but to be of good health and to prosper us. Amen. God bless you all. Love y'all.